It's double digits below zero in most of our area this morning, so be very careful, including down at Whitehall. I saw 17 below in Whitehall. That, uh, I think, gets the prize this morning from what I've seen anyway, but the bottom line, it's cold out there. And, uh, Scott, before we go to the news, a couple of schools have checked in. Yep. Well, first of all, those people down at Whitehall always claim to be a little cooler. Oh, they're cool, all right. Yeah, they're They're cool, cool. all right. Uh, Schools, uh, Nielsville and Granton, both are running two hours late this morning, and Phillips is closed. And then the Connection uh, Daycare Center at Black River Falls also is closed today. All right, if we've got any other announcements, we will do that. Some schools understand. Your wife, what, teaches down at Osseo Fairchild? They're they're off today for an in-service day or something? That's right, yep. Yeah, All right, so, so the teachers will be working away in there, and the students get to stay hunkered in the warmth. Well, get up and make them do chores. That would be the other thing for them. All right, <laughs> we've got 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's find out what's going on in the news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Hundreds of thousands of federal workers are set to miss a second payday Friday as the partial government shutdown rolls on. The 800,000 workers who are furloughed or working for nothing haven't seen a paycheck since December. Two bills aimed at funding the quarter of the government that shut down failed in the Senate yesterday. A Republican bill that included more than $5 billion for President Trump's border wall fell 51 to 47, nine votes short of the 60 needed for passage. A Democratic bill that would have paid workers for at least two weeks came up eight votes short. The Missouri Highway Patrol is investigating the shooting death of an off-duty St. Louis police officer. Authorities say 24-year-old Caitlin Alex was shot in the chest Thursday when another officer mishandled a gun. Police Chief John Hayden said Alex was accidentally shot after she stopped by a home where two on-duty male officers were. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner vowed to conduct a thorough criminal investigation. The Rockmart, Georgia Chief of Police says whoever killed four people last night in his small Georgia town is on the loose. Police Chief Keith Sorrells says that it's his belief that residents do not need to worry because he believes the shootings in the two locations were targeted. It's pretty evident that if they, when you shoot this, these three people, and then if in fact it's the same shooter and they go right there, they're targeted for some reason. The shootings took place inside homes a few blocks apart. Two were killed in the first home and another person was wounded. That person was shot in the face and transported to an Atlanta-area hospital. There were two other victims in the second home. Sorrells described the victims as two men and two women. He said there were no signs of forced entry in either shooting. A space flight expected to draw big crowds could be a step closer to launch. SpaceX on Thursday test-fired a Falcon 9 rocket and Crew Dragon spacecraft at the Kennedy Space Center. If the test results look okay, a launch could be set for next month of an unmanned vehicle to the International Space Station. If that flight goes as planned, then a manned vehicle could blast off as soon as this summer. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Osseo Plastics and Supply. This is Chad Glaze of Vinevest North Crop and Ag Insurance in Wausau. We are your local family-owned and operated full-service agriculture insurance agency. In these challenging markets, farm business viability includes a strong crop insurance and farm risk management portfolio. Call Vinevest North Crop and Ag Insurance in Wausau for a review of your 2019 crop insurance coverage today. Also, take a look at the new dairy revenue protection policy available to dairy farmers from the RMA. The March 15th crop insurance deadline to make any changes to your current policy is rapidly approaching. We work with growers throughout Wisconsin. 
So call Vinevest North Crop and Ag Insurance in Wausau today, 888-675-1829 or visit vinevestnorth.com. That's 888-675-1829 or visit vinevestnorth.com. Proud to serve Wisconsin agriculture. Vinevest North and the company's representative are equal opportunity providers. Coverage is subject to availability, terms and conditions, and may not be available in all areas. Face morning traffic with a P3 Portable Protein Pack, a high-protein snack of meat, cheese, and nuts. It's the more interesting way to get your protein. Get your morning going with P3. You've worked hard to better your farming operation. Let Vantage North Central help you take the next step. Vantage North Central can help you maximize the potential of your equipment and acres. They're your authorized Trimble distribution partner covering the entire state of Wisconsin, specializing in implement automation and guidance, field and implement setup and guidance, variable rate prescriptions, scouting, and Trimble ag software solutions. Find them on Facebook and Twitter, online at vantagenorthcentral.com or call 715-335-4474. Now we're going to take a look at our weather forecast. Hey, I was at the, the Winona conference, a concert at the Pablo Center downtown oh. Eau Claire last night. Big crowd, and yep. oh man, I'm telling you what. <laughs> that was a ladies' night. Man, I'm telling you, the women were nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, they were having fun, I mean, but they were yeah. having a ball. Oh my God. I'm glad you added that oh, caveat you know, to no, it. No, I mean, they, they were, were well, fun. I mean, you know, they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, was, I understand. Estrogen-filled arena, that's for sure. I mean, the girls behind, but oh, no, we love you. And finally she says, I know that. <laughs> Did so, you sing too? So everybody sing sings. Yeah, Winona, yeah. great talent. Run yeah, a talent and great fun last night down at the Pablos. First time I'd ever been in the Pablo Center in downtown Eau Claire. Yeah. I will urge you, if you get a chance, to go to something. Uh, they got a lot of things going on down there. That's different funny. kinds of musical entertainment and other stuff as well. Nice Get down and, oh, it's a beautiful building. You don't you don't even think you're in Eau Claire. I mean, it's yeah. first class stuff. It really is. It's really a nice facility. So, and Winona was fun last night, and uh, the the girls were out. I'm telling you what. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the husbands were, but they were it was like they were out in packs. That they had to like, kill you. There were about six or eight of them in a pack, you know? <laughs> and it was so it was really a lot of fun. But uh, it was a good time, and Winona put on a tremendous concert last night down there. The only the only problem was getting there and back. It's a good thing there were some taverns between where I parked the car and with Pablo Center, <laughs> so I could drop in and get warm. <laughs> but it was a good time. Yeah. And uh, the weather's not going to get a lot better if you've got a concert to go to tonight or over the weekend. Today, the high's only going to be about 3 above. Tonight, it'll drop back well below zero, about 12 below zero. 11 on Saturday. Sunday, about 1. Monday, 8. Tuesday, 5 below Right now in Green Bay, it's four below. Milwaukee's at zero. Madison, Sun Prairie, about eight below down there. Wausau, 10 below. Marshfield, Rice Lake, 11 below. We've got, uh, as we said, Whitehall. Just check that. It was 17 below a little while ago. It hasn't moved much, I'm sure. Eight below at La Crosse and 12 below right now. 12, 13, I don't know, something like that. The bottom line is it's below zero all over the area. We'll check the Friday markets next. You're on Ask Abby. Uh, yeah, hi. Um, I'm the type of guy that knows more about IPAs than IRAs. Can you tell me how many types of IRAs there are, and how do I know which one's best for me? Well, that depends. Would you rather pay tax now or after you retire? Could you define rather? <laughs> pay yourself this tax season by asking your tax advisor if an FDIC-insured Abbey Bank IRA account can help you save money. Call Abbey Bank today and talk to a personal banker about an Abbey Bank traditional or Roth IRA. Abbey Bank, they make banking about you. You're on Ask Abby. I know. 
know this isn't a health show, but, well, let's start with an MRI, three ultrasounds, daily therapy for nine months, and about 3,000 pills that cost $100 each. Three words for you, honey. Health Savings Account. A health savings account at Abbey Bank makes it easy to get reimbursed for eligible medical, vision, and dental expenses. Or you can use the money towards your deductible. Abbey Bank even allows you to roll over any unused HSA balance and earn interest. Abbey Bank. They make banking about you. AbbeyBank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. It's truck season at Mark or Toyota. During January, receive a free tonneau cover with the purchase of a new Tacoma or Tundra. That's right, a free tonneau cover. And if you're looking for more accessories, we offer fully customized trucks. Hurry in and get your free tonneau cover before January 31st. We're located off U.S. Highway 53 between Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls or at markortoyota.com. Receive a free access light rider tunnel cover valued at four seventy nine with the purchase of any new twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen Toyota Tundra or Tacoma. No cash value. Offer expires January thirty first, twenty nineteen. Save money now. Country Jam USA ticket prices go up February fifth. Don't miss Keith Urban, Toby Keith, I should have been a cowboy. Jake Owen, Marin Morris. Advantage of early bird pricing now. Go to CountryJamWI.com. Three incredible days, 30 years in the making. Country Jam USA. Well, it'll be a lot warmer when Country Jam gets here in July. Speaking of that, and country music right now, boy, I'll tell you, don't turn the radio off this morning because uh, you got a special guest with Alex coming into the studio this yeah. morning, Chris Cruzy. Yeah. From up at Barron, of course, who uh, almost won. Golly, I thought he was going to win that, that show. Yep. I, I thought he had a great chance. And yeah. speaking of the Pablo Center, by the way, Chris is going to be, uh, they've added a second show to his concert series oh, coming really? up uh, in March. Oh, good. Yep. Tickets will go on sale on the 31st of January. All right. So look for him, though, later. Listen for him later on this morning with Alex in the studio. I don't know. You know, doing all the FFA programs over the years, I don't know if uh, Chris was in FFA. They had a nice article in the country today on him. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if uh, he was ever in FFA. I asked somebody, he said, nah, he was too busy playing his guitar. That's all (laughs) they said. Well, it's paying off for him. Uh, Hopefully it'll pay off in a big way for him. We'll be uh, able to ask him later. So, yeah, I don't know if he was ever in FFA. I don't remember. I talked to so many kids. I like to have a nickel for every kid I've talked to in 4-H and FFA (laughs) over the years. But uh, So uh, Chris will be here a little later on this morning with Alex. All right, let's get to uh, some market numbers as we wrap up the week of trade. Cash Livestock, Scott. Choice and prime fed beef steers, 117 to 124, with mixed at 94 to 116. Choice and prime fed beef heifers at 115 to 125, with the mixed at 1 to 114. Choice and prime fed Holstein steers, 83 to 95. Cows were at 46 to 64. Bulls, 50 to 73. Butcher hogs, 32 and down. Sows, 23 to 25. Boars, 8 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs, 120 to 131, and feeder lambs, 150 to 235. And taking a look at the livestock futures on the Mercantile Exchange, February live cattle closed 125.35, that was down 20. April 126.47, down 2. June 117 even, and that was up 15, while the August live cattle were up 27.5. Feeder cattle for March, 144.32. That was up 67.5. April at 145.37, up 70. 
The May feeder cattle contract finish at 145.57, up 60. August feeder cattle up 45. Lean hog carcass contracts, February 59.82, that was down 95. April hog, 63.50, down 135. May at 70.30, that was down 97. And June hogs at 78.37, down 90. Board of Trade, the quiet trade does continue. Remember, next week, the Chinese are going to be coming to the United States for uh, hopefully successful trade talks. But uh, I don't know. We can be cautiously optimistic, but uh, I'm not uh, banking on a whole lot. A lot of things still have to be resolved. And, of course, European trade talks, uh, they won't happen until probably at least the earliest first part of March. So things are rather quiet. March corn up about a penny at 378 this morning. The oats also about a penny higher at 292. March oats up a fraction at 522. March soybeans about unchanged at 916. Soybean meal down 40 cents a ton at $311.90. Cheese prices unchanged. Barrels 116. Blocks 137.5. As low as they are, the good thing is they didn't go down again. Barrel or the butter went up a quarter of a cent at one twenty two and a quarter, but class three continues to struggle. January holding at thirteen ninety eight, February down three at thirteen ninety four, March down a dime at fourteen twelve, April down fourteen at fourteen forty six, May down thirteen at fourteen ninety eight, and prices again not good all the way out through twenty nineteen. All right, we've got a lot to do this morning. We're going to be alone. Mark Hagedorn is uh, off at a conference someplace. But uh, we do have a lot going on. Again, update us on the school situation. It's very limited at this time. But if more do call in and notify us that uh, they're going to make a change to their normal schedule, we will pass that along. But what we have to pass along right now is what? Phillips is closed today. And Granton and Nielsville both are running two hours late. And the Connection Daycare Center at Black River Falls is closed. All right, good enough. And, of course... That's because it's cold outside. Well below zero, double digits below zero in most of the area this morning. And, hey, something new that uh, we've put together that if you happen to sleep in now and miss the farm show but want to catch it later, you can in its entirety, right? Yeah, I don't know why you would sleep in and want to miss the farm show. I can't imagine. uh, We have a podcast, and if you go and search on your favorite uh, podcast site, whether it be Stitcher or whatever it is on your iPhone or however, search for Midwest Farm Report Eau Claire, and you can hear the show in its entirety at your convenience. All right, so do that. Midwest Midwest Farm Report Eau Claire. Eau Claire. All right, good. So if you would happen to miss it or want to go back and, what did he say? <laughs> you can go back and get that. Hey, coming up, we're yeah. going to talk about uh, CAFOs. Some updates as to far as the 590 nutrient management plans, the concentrated animal feeding operations in Wisconsin. Kevin Erb is uh, going to join Pam Yonke to talk about that, talk about some of the meetings coming up, some of the updates that are being uh, put forth. That's all coming up next here on the Farm Show. On 20 in a row, Wax 104.5, a cold Friday morning. Everybody pretty much double digits below zero, warming up to about three above today. That's it. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-947. 7828 or visit focusonenergy.com 
slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Mornings, too much to do, too little time to eat. Good thing there's P3 Portable Protein Packs, a perfect high-protein combination of meat, cheese, and nuts. Grab the more interesting way to get your protein with P3. Hearing the term CAFO brings a shudder to many people, mainly because they don't understand what CAFOs are all about. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. But there still is important research being done on CAFO, these large animal facilities, all the time, Pam. And some of that research and uh, some of that information is going to be shared pretty soon, I understand. Well, that's right, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Beginning in February, there are going to be a bunch of different information meetings bringing together those CAFOs, concentrated animal feeding groups from across the state. Uh, Kevin Erb is one of the nutrient managers that is involved from the extension side of things, bringing those large farming operations together with regulatory agencies, the DNR, the Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection, as well as University Extension. It's not always a real comfortable conversation when you bring those groups together, but Kevin Herb says that's exactly why they're doing it, trying to make sure that all of the paperwork that those CAFOs are required to handle is an open exchange of information between the two. Paperwork is a hassle for farmers. It's also a hassle for the DNR and the agencies as well. And obviously, if we can all come together, learn exactly what's needed and how to do it right and to avoid problems, it's going to be easier for everybody in the long run. Have we seen any changes of uh, requirements on these farms, uh, Kevin, that you're going to be reviewing, or is it just a matter of updating paperwork? So when we're talking about these large farms, what we're really talking about here, Pam, are those farms that have more than a 1,000 animal units. Uh, For comparison purposes here, we're looking at a million pounds of beef or dairy animal Those larger farms have been required since the early 1980s to have a five-year operating permit, a WPDES permit from the DNR, uh, in order to operate. And so there's uh, just about 300 or so of those operations around the state. But we've also got a significant number of farms that are just below that threshold and maybe thinking about, well, over the next few years or so, maybe I will add some young stock here, bring the heifers back in or whatever, and it'll kick me over that 1,000 animal unit threshold. And so the idea is that we really want to have information available for both groups and focusing in on a couple of things. One is the updates, the changes to the administrative rules and to the regulations. Obviously, the folks in the eastern side of the state are concerned about NR 151, which is the new sinkhole and shallow bedrock rules. But Those types of shallow bedrock features actually exist all the way from Polk County, uh, two or three counties in from the Minnesota border, the Iowa border, circling around through Dane County and then up the Lake Michigan shoreline as well. So while the 151 rules don't affect uh, folks outside of those 15 counties, it's really important for the future that farms outside of those areas know what those changes are and start probably proactively implementing some of those changes around the NR-151 rules on their own farms. Right. Well, and, you know, aside from just getting the specifics, Kevin, uh, it's also just nice to see some physical faces representing these agencies. Uh, the the cost of these permits is not something to uh, 
to uh, blink at. They are pretty substantial. So making sure you're bringing all your advisors along with you to these meetings is critical. Right. So the meetings themselves, we really look at several target audiences here to come together and to share information. Obviously, the permit holder from the livestock farm and their key management folks working on the manure management side, uh, they're both on the farm, but also looking at the agronomic consultants you're working with, those that are developing that nutrient management plan, looking at those fields and determining what those setbacks are from wells, from sinkholes, uh, from streams, et cetera. Not only those folks, but the engineering folks, those designing the runoff treatment systems from your feed pad that are designing the manure storage itself, everybody being on the same page and understanding what changes are coming down the pike, but also how the regulatory agencies and the Department of Ag from the engineering side of things are interpreting the rules. It's really good to know what's going on, where things are going, so that you can be prepared and do things the right way rather than submit some paperwork and realize, oops, if I'd known this, we could have done it this way and saved quite a bit of money. So if I'm looking at some uh, different practices, a new piece of equipment or something like that in 2019, I definitely want to bring those ideas or those plans to these meetings and at least get an initial look, huh? Well, no, I don't know that you want to bring in your three-ring binder three inches <laughs> thick with your blueprints and that kind of thing here. But really, okay, maybe I'm thinking about putting in another feed bunker. Maybe I'm thinking about putting in another manure storage, at least having an idea of the things maybe you want to do over the next two to three years, understanding how that's going to impact the permit itself, asking a few questions, well, when do I actually start needing to work with the agency if I'm thinking that I want to make a change, whether it's build something new or modify something existing, it's a chance where the DNR engineers, the DNR folks that are doing the permit, both at the state level, the intake, but the local regional folks that you're going to be working with as well, all in the same place, a chance to ask them some questions, either privately over a donut or coffee during the break or during the general session as well. Right. Now, I also noticed that uh, aside from, you know, again, the updates and making sure we're all proactive if we're growing our farms, you also mentioned something about discussing some low-cost options when it comes to these permits. Again, going back to the financial responsibility, uh, these these uh, CAFOs have already done a lot of due diligence even before this meeting just to get their operations going. What kind of other lower-cost options are you thinking about there, Kevin? Well, this is really an interesting discussion because we've had this as we've been putting this meeting together, and what we find is that farmers are some of the best innovators out there, and a lot of times uh, there'll be a very expensive concrete uh, steel re-rod intensive type of solution to something, but the DNR themselves have find, found that a lot of times farmers themselves come up with something much more cost-effective, much more creative that does the same thing. And so what the DNR is going to be doing here is kind of bringing in sort of a list of what they've seen work very successfully on medium and large-sized operations that are either low-cost to put in in the first place or are going to be low-cost in terms of ongoing maintenance. They're going to help those producers really keep costs under control but look at ways they can meet their permit requirements as well. And again, that's Kevin Herb. 
and talking about these uh, CAFL management updates. There will be some meetings coming up, but again, always looking at CAFOs are always going to be in the bullseye of regulators. There's no question about that. I think it's just uh, something we've got to get used to as these operations get bigger with more animal units. They're going to be they're going to be looked at. Absolutely. Big is hard to miss when you drive down the road. I mean, 40 cows yep. versus 400, 4,000, whatever. There's a lot of difference. Yeah, I think a lot about that. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, we probably were milking 30 cows. And uh, when I was small, and by the time I got out of high school, you know, we're milking 50, 60. And mm-hmm. that, uh, 100 cows at the time was getting to be a, a big, big herd. Farm. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Absolutely. So, again... Yeah. Look for those uh, updates and uh, make sure you you understand them if you're in the CAFO business. 28 minutes after 5 o'clock, we've got some farm news to look at. We'll do that next. Insurance stability. What does it mean to you? With McMillan Warner, it means knowing that your insurance company will be there when you need it most. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance Company fits that description, and they have done so since 1898. McMillan Warner provides coverage for your farm, your home, and your personal property. For a full listing of licensed agents, go to mcmillanwarner.com. Your insurance protection for peace of mind, serving the generations of today and tomorrow. In 2018, guess who had a record number of men and women lease new F-150s for $199 a month? I can say with a big smile on my face, we did. Our huge increase made us one of the top four dealerships in the Midwest for year-over-year leases. Yeah, everyone at Ford thought I was nuts. Can't blame them. We'd sold and leased so many F-150s that our new inventory had gotten really low. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. I'm Kina. This is it. Now, through February 2nd only, this will be the last time we will offer a $199 a month lease on new F-150s. 10% down, 36 months, 10,500 miles per year. Plus tax, title, and license. Just $199 a month. Even if you've driven a Chevy, GMC, Dodge, or another truck all your life, just sit in a new F-150, take it for a drive, and then honestly, tell me what you think. You'll always be treated with respect at Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Home of the Lifetime Warranty, across from the new Fleet Farm, corner of I-94 and Highway 93. 29 minutes after 5 o'clock, 13 below here at Wax. 12, 13 below at this point. <laughs> what's a degree, huh? We've got uh, news, farm and regular news to take a look at. Scott, what's going on in the uh, farm first? Well, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross didn't give agriculture and or any other industry a lot of hope about getting a trade deal done soon with China. During a media interview, Ross said people shouldn't get their hopes up just because a Chinese delegation will be in Washington next week to talk trade. He said, quote, we're miles and miles away from getting a resolution because trade is very complicated and there are lots and lots of issues to deal with, end quote. But at the end of his interview, he said he does see, quote, a fair chance we do get a deal done eventually. More agricultural groups are sharply criticizing the European Union over its stance on including agriculture in upcoming trade talks with the U.S. The EU doesn't want agriculture included in the talks because of the sensitivity of agricultural issues and the difficulty of finding agreement on geographical indicators and intellectual property. The National Pork Producers Council president said his uh, group is, quote, infuriated over their decision since European agriculture has one of the most protected markets in the world, end quote. 
No sit-down negotiations between the U.S. and Europe can happen until after a meeting of EU trade ministers, February 21st and 22nd. Now, a lot of folks, we haven't talked geographical indicators for quite a while, but right. again, basically, they just don't want us or anybody else to be using terms like mozzarella, like provolone, like bologna, because yeah, they that's say one we don't that's, think about. That's, 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 a, re- yeah, yeah. that's the region of the world where they came from. Well, we've got codex standards, which are world standards. If you're going to call it Parmesan or mozzarella, right. you have to produce the product according to those codex standards. And if you do, then you can use it. But uh, the Europeans and some trade deals they're doing other countries like Mexico, they've already put some of these things in that uh, geographical indicators are going to be in effect. So any product in Mexico, unless it comes from Europe, can't be Parmesan or mozzarella yeah. or all kinds of uh, those types of things. And so that, that's the challenge with geographical indicators. And uh, what else is going on? And that's no baloney, by no, the way. No, that's no baloney. All right, well, we'll get more farm news coming up here in just a minute. I'm going to have Scott uh, put a different hat on now and take a look at some of our local news. Again, uh, Grant and Nielsville schools two hours late. Phillips is closed today. What else is going on? Authorities say snowy conditions led to more than a dozen crashes on Chippewa Valley roads yesterday morning. Eau Claire police said they responded to nine non-injury crashes. State troopers went to six weather-related crashes and four runoffs. A man accused of shooting and killing his sister and her boyfriend is pleading guilty to four charges. The Leader Telegram reports that 48-year-old Wayne Price was convicted of two counts of felony battery and two counts of false imprisonment as part of a plea deal. According to that deal, the prosecution will seek no more than a 28-and-a-half-year sentence in prison, followed by a 13-and-a-half-year of uh, years of extended supervision sentence. Price will be sentenced on April 10th. Eau Claire leaders are leading the effort to improve public life and reduce social isolation in winter. The city was selected as one of three cities in the country to participate in a two-year study called the Winter Mission Program. The program is designed to increase levels of physical activity in winter across age, abilities, socioeconomic, and cultural backgrounds. The other two cities selected are Buffalo in New York and Leadville, Colorado. Western Dairyland Economic Opportunity Council uh, leaders will be conducting a second homeless count. Volunteers said they didn't find any homeless people in public places during its twice-yearly survey Wednesday night into yesterday morning. Officials said a new survey would be done Monday night in hopes of getting more accurate counts of Eau Claire's homeless population. Well, I hope that- yeah, it's in cold. public places. I was going to say if they're going to places like Phoenix Park or Tom's Hill or someplace yeah. like that to find them, I hope they're not they're going to find them because so yeah, I hope yeah. they've got some place where they can hunker in. We do have uh, shelters, of course, to to help those people. But uh, you know, that's one thing that uh, we don't have such a, a big problem or challenge with right. that, like they do in you know down south and yep. there's a yep. lot in Hawaii. When I was in Hawaii. Man, oh man! You know, you get to some of the parks right. and vans that they leave them sit right along the road. You yep. got a van, you leave it along the road. It was along the road for the whole time I was there. You know, some of those vans and right. people living in those things. It's right. uh, just the way of life over there, and, we, and in different places, warm weather cities. It's tough, right? Uh, we know we're there out there, but uh, we got to find. And by the way, 
Uh, a lot of people don't want to see Miller Park becoming something else. Uh, 50,000 people have signed a petition at change.org to help, to, to want to keep the name Brewers Baseball Park. Uh, they want to keep it Miller Park. They want to keep it Miller Park, right. Yeah, uh, but, well, they better come up with a few bucks. That's because what that's, I said. They pay money for that. American family is paying money yeah, for that. And, you know, what they say? that we were, we're brewing, Milwaukee's a brewing city or Wisconsin's right, a Wisconsin's beer Right, the home of beer, not insurance. And well, well, I got news for them. There's a lot of insurance around this part yep, of the world. There is. All right. Good enough. Thanks, Scott. Hey, we better get to our weather. Drew Williams is uh, hanging out at the weather room over there at Skywarn 13. I hope you got the windows closed, buddy. <laughs> and I've got the uh, you know the sealant over that. You put that plastic there you up. Go. And- Good idea. Weather with, with uh, Drew this morning brought to you by Bobcat Plus. But, uh, you know, this isn't just a, a one-night stand, so to speak, either, is it? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, we're going to see this Arctic air. It's going to stick around for the weekend and into next week as well. This could actually be kind of considered warm in comparison to what we could see later next week. Get ready for some very cold temperatures. It's cold right now, though. Temperatures in the teens below zero for most of western Wisconsin. And winds have calmed down quite a bit, but there's still just a little bit of a breeze, and it's enough so uh, to make it feel in the 20s and almost 30s below zero. We have a wind chill advisory in effect for pretty much the entire state until noon today. So make sure to bundle up. There's a lot of uh, closures of schools and organizations. You can have, head over to weau.com, and you can see the latest updates there. Uh, otherwise, it's just going to remain cold through the day. We'll see plenty of sunshine, but daytime highs only topping out in the low single digits. For tonight, back into the teens below zero. We do see clouds increase a bit by early tomorrow, and we could see some light snow or some flurries. Not expecting anything major for tomorrow, but afternoon highs once again only in the upper single digits. More sub-zero temperatures as we make our way into next week. Uh, a mix of sun and clouds on Sunday. Temperatures in the mid-single digits. Monday, a better chance at seeing some snow. A clipper system, but it still could bring some significant snow accumulations to parts of the area. We'll keep an eye on that over the next couple days. Highs on Monday around 10 degrees. And then the real cold sets in after that system exits. On Tuesday, we could be looking at high temperatures below zero for quite a few locations in western Wisconsin. Overnight lows Tuesday and into Wednesday, possibly as much as 20 to 25 degrees below zero. Daytime highs on Wednesday, about 7 degrees below zero forecasted for Eau Claire, possibly colder for other locations. It looks windy that day, so we could be talking about some dangerously cold wind chills for the middle of next week and then not much of a warm-up as we head towards the second half of next week. Right now, though, it's 13 degrees below zero. It's clear, uh, but wind chill value right now at about 25 degrees below zero. Bundle up, folks. It's very cold out there. I'm Sky 13 meteorologist Drew Williams. You're not, you an ice fisherman? Uh, I've been a few times. not huge into ice fisher, uh, fishing, but I go a couple times each year. This weekend? Uh, maybe this weekend. Uh, <laughs> only if you've got a hut, though, man. Well, like it's so. uh, it's going to thicken up that ice some, but it's still going to be very cold out yeah. there on the ice. Yeah, that's for sure. It will be, so bundle up. Thanks, Drew. Have a yep. good one. Take care, Bob. There he goes, Drew Williams over at Skywarn 13 this morning. Take a look at our weather as we are 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. Again, as he said, right now 13 below. And the weather brought to you by Bobcat Plus, Chippewa Falls, and Osseo. Tough jobs demand tough equipment. Bobcat loaders from Bobcat Plus answer the challenge for those tough jobs, like the new M-Series loaders. More power, more performance, more comfort. There's a Bobcat loader that's perfect for your job. But don't just take my word on it. Hi, this is Bob Bosold. See the compact material handling equipment experts at Bobcat Plus and let their specialists show you the growing lineup of Bobcat equipment. Visit Bobcat Plus in Butler, Waukesha, De Pere, 
Appleton, Osseo, or Chippewa Falls. Bobcat Plus, working the state of Wisconsin, one customer at a time. Friday morning here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Again, as we mentioned earlier, make sure you stay close to the radio while you're doing chores because uh, Alex will be on following us here in oh, about 20 minutes. And in the studio later on this morning is going to be Chris Cruzy from Barron. Thing coming in here. Yeah, it is because he's got uh, concerts all over the countryside yeah. sold out. I think there are four concerts sold out. Uh, that's supporting the Whitehall FFA chapter Yeah, uh, coming up. And uh, just sold one out at the Pablo Center here in Eau Claire. And they're doing another one at the Pablo Center. I think he's going to be at uh, Country Jam, too, isn't he? I believe he is. So he's going to be busy, busy man, and that's good. He loves what he does, and he's really, really good at it. All right, we got markets and a few other things. We'll look at the calendar 20 minutes to 6. What else is going on in the world of agriculture, Scott? Well, you, got, you uh, got the news in front of you? I've got the news in front of me. <laughs> the final uh, the final roster is out for the House members serving on the House Ag Committee. And one of the major farm states is noticeably uh, lacking for its members. Wisconsin has no member from either party serving on the committee during this session of Cong- Congress. And even the U.S. Virgin Islands has a member. California has the most members with six while Minnesota and Illinois both have three, but Iowa is now down to one member since Republican Steve King was kicked off all of his committees because of his racist comments and actions. And you know, it's going to be a big, busy weekend around the state with at least two big events. One's the 88th Annual Convention of the Wisconsin Farmers Union in Appleton, and among the speakers at that meeting will be NFU President uh, Roger Johnson. He's the national president. And another big event is the 65th Annual Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmer Competition down in Johnson Creek. And uh, both activities will start later today and wrap up on Sunday. And if you're up for some bowling, the Loyal FFA alumni is hosting its 38th Annual 9-Pim Tap Bowling Tournament tonight, Saturday, and Sunday in Nielsville. That sounds warmer than ice fishing. Oh, I guess you go on. You're from Loyal. You're a Loyal native. Well, I might go over there if, they, you know, sometimes they open the gate back up for Clark County with me, and sometimes, you know, no, I, I, that's a fun time over there. Oh, that it is. So again, Absolutely. But uh, they no longer have the bowling alley in Loyal, so they got to go to Nielsville for the no, tournament. They but, spread uh, wrestling mats in the old bowling yeah, alley. No, so that's another gotta, story. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> again, something to do if you want to warm up or if you just want to stay home and stay warm. Some other things. We want to say congratulations to uh, some folks around our area. The University of Wisconsin River Falls team took first at the National Forage Bowl competition, and uh, that was held in conjunction with the 75th Annual Conference of the American Forage and Grassland Council. That was down in St. Louis earlier this month. And on that team include Kyle Hilger. Kyle from the Bloomer area and a young lady from down the Wapaka country, Morgan Orr. So they were two members of the National Forage Bowl winners at that competition in St. Louis. Also, I got a, an email the other day from uh, a gentleman who was talking about his daughter, Anna, Rod Brotsman. And Anna Brotsman is his daughter. And he said, hey, daughter Anna, January 20th in Denver, got first in senior bull champion in reserve. First in senior bull calves in the shorthorn breed, and the bull's name is Wakaru Marcus. So I wrote him back. I said, well, Rod, 
tell me a little about, about Anna and, you know, how old is she, what's she doing, and things like that. But uh, I still don't, don't know Bratsman. I know the name, but I can't say the town they're from. So uh, <laughs> I said, where are you? And he didn't tell me that. But uh, Anna has been showing since 4-H, uh, first one out in North Dakota and Valley City where she got first in junior heifer of the northern uh, shorthorn breed. And she shows at the Chippewa Fair, Marshfield, Delta State Fair, Minnesota State Fair, and uh, been going to Barron teaching trimming hair for shows and, and, and all kinds of things. Last fall, she got reserve at the Minnesota State Fair. Milwaukee got fifth place, and now in Denver, she's been a winner. She's been to Canada doing training and grooming in Montreal at large beef farms, and uh, a young lady that's uh, very, very uh, active. She is a graduate. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't read the whole message here. I'm sorry about that, Brad, Brad, rather. But Anna has graduated from Gilman High School here probably about five or six years ago. Went to the tech in Eau Claire for animal science and uh, did AI breeding on our dairy herd and our beef herd. So, again, Anna Bratzman from the Gilman area, very successful. So, congratulations, Anna, on all your uh, fine showing. And, uh, Rod, thanks for... Providing all the information, and if I'd have had time to read it all at once, I'd have known that. You know, Bob, she probably can make you and I look good. Well, I don't know. (laughs) She's got to be an awful good fitter to make you and I look good, that's for sure. And also, another note, uh, we're going to get to markets, uh, our equity reports here, but uh, I got a note from the folks down at the office, uh, Janice down there in Baraboo, that uh, Equity Co-op Livestock Sale, pleased to announce the addition of Amber Quiser as office manager at the co-op's Barron location. So when you go into Barron to uh, do your business with your livestock, you're going to have to deal with Amber Quiser. So congratulations. Amber is a graduate of UW-River Falls and will now be the office manager there at the Equity Barn at Barron. All right, we're uh, quarter to six. I don't know if we got anything else on the calendar as far as uh, activities going on. We will remind you once again that the Nielsville and Granton schools are two hours late. Phillips schools are closed today, and if we get uh, more information on other things going on or not going on because of the cold weather, we'll certainly pass those along. But uh, we'll get to some of our market activity. It's a quarter to six on a Friday morning at Wax, 13 below right now. Find your new Jeep at Markport. During Jeep's Start Something New sales event, save up to $6,000 on a Jeep Cherokee. You might even qualify for additional rebates on our entire inventory. Message us on our website, markwartjeep.com, to find out how much you can save on your Jeep. So for a low price on a Jeep, visit Markwart Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat in Menominee or message Markwart online at markwartjeep.com. Do you know the secret? We know the secret. Hello, I'm Dan, and I lost 70 pounds and over 50 inches, and my wife mentioned I don't snore anymore, and it's been years since I've been in this pant size, and I know the secret. Hi, my name is Brenda, and I lost over 85 pounds and over 55 inches, and I could never dress this way before, and I know the secret. Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Scher, D.C., with Eau Claire Weight Loss, and I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, 
Call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit WeKnowTheSecret.com. We Know The Secret. Sneaking up on 13 minutes before 6 o'clock here on a Friday morning at Wax. And one other thing we do want to mention on the calendar next week, uh, the big one, the Wisconsin Corn, Soy, Pork Expo down at the Kalahari in Wisconsin Dells. And, again, that's going to be uh, the industry coming together. It'll be very interesting topics. Lots of great speakers, as always. Scott and I will be down there on Thursday for the opening day of that activity. And what, nutrient management? We've got some of those meetings coming up next week again, Scott? Nutrient management workshops coming up all over the area. One here in uh, Altoona on the 30th. that's uh, you get a hold of the UW Extension Office for the Nutrient Management uh, Conference in your county, and pesticide applicator training is coming up in this area in on Chip in Chippewa County on the thirty first at Security Bank and Bloomer, and uh, then later on on the fifteenth at Paradise Shores and Lake Holcomb, and then there will be another session in March at uh, the Chippewa County Courthouse. And uh, those all start at uh, 9.30 a.m. Again, get a hold of your county UW Extension office. And, you know, coming up next weekend, a week from now, looking ahead a little bit, there's always a big, uh, they've got the Central Wisconsin Farm Toy Show over in Marshall. Have you ever been over there? Yeah, years ago when when it first started. Quite a but show. They've been that, doing it for a long time. Yep, Mark Vornholt and the gang over yeah, there. Yeah, he's put been doing that for a, a long time. Yeah. Yep. That's, so when is it? That's the third. Uh, okay. Look that, ahead of a week. So that's going to be uh, in a week from Sunday. A week from Sunday. That's Marshfield High School. Marshfield High School. At Senior High in Marshfield. Yeah. All right. So mark that on your calendar as well. Hopefully it'll be warmer then. <laughs> let's go to markets. Where do we go first? Oh, let's go over to Equity Altoona with Mark Koger. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from ninety two to a dollar fifteen. High yielding choice. Prime Holstein steers, eighty five to eighty eight seventy five. Choice Holstein steers, seventy eight to eighty four. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling seventy eight and down. Twenty percent of slaughter cows here on Thursday selling from fifty to fifty six. We topped at fifty eight and a half. Sixty percent of cows selling from thirty six to fifty. With twenty percent of the cows selling thirty six and down. Most of the slaughter bulls here on Thursday on a light supply. Selling from 50 to 65, thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls, all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves selling 95 pounds and up. Here on Thursday, selling from 40 to $105 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below. Quick reminder, special feeder sale here on Friday the 25th. We've got around 150 head of cattle pre-consigned to that sale. There's around 100 head of good beef calves and 50 head of Holsteins. If you're looking for some good Holstein steers and some good beef calves, be sure to check that sale. Uh, go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out early consignments. We'll have a couple of reputation uh, sets of them Holstein steers, kind of weighing from 450 to 750 pounds. This is Mark Coger at your Equity Altoona auction market. Have a great day. All right, Mark, you have a great day, too. Let's continue over at the auction barns for equity as uh, Jerry Fitzgerald joins us from Stratford on a Friday morning. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Uh, we're doing good because we've not really ventured out yet, so I don't really <laughs> plan on doing too much outside today anyway. It's uh, just, uh, I guess we're in a, I guess uh, winter is here. That in- just leave that, it at that. That indoor plumbing is a great invention, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, it uh, <laughs> helps to have some good heat, too. <laughs> That's for sure. What's going on? Wrap up the week at Stratford. All right, Bob, we'll do that. I thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. Uh, 
well, if there was any benefit at all to the colder weather, uh, definitely affecting the prices on a positive note, especially on the market, Kyle's uh, lighter receipts uh, throughout the state in the Midwest. So we did see a stronger market on the close yesterday on the call cows with these good, big, fleshy, high-yielding cows selling from uh, 51 to 60. We did top yesterday in the cow market at 65. Uh, the bulk of the cows yesterday are average dairy cows. They're selling from 37 to 50. Your thinner, plainer cows are below the $36 money. On the bull trade yesterday, your better quality bulls from 62 to 74. Uh, we did top this week on the bulls up to 79. Lighter bulls, 55 and back. On the fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers are selling mostly from 77 to 88. And uh, select grading cattle, underfinished cattle, 74 and back. Now on to the calf market. Uh, now definitely in this cold weather, a very, very uh, uh, hard effect on the calf prices. Uh, buyers very selective on the quality, but these real sharp 90 to 120-pound good quality calves are selling steady, 50 to 120, up to 130 top on the bull calves. But again, buyers are very selective on the quality in this cold weather. Uh, heifer calves mostly from 30 to 75 beef calves. 150 to 300, up to 330. Now, just taking a peek uh, ahead of next week, uh, next dairy sale here in Stratford will be Tuesday, February the 5th. So keep that in mind, February the 5th for the next dairy sale. Next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday, uh, January 30th. Again, folks, you can look at uh, all our information uh, on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. Also, uh, uh, dairy herds coming up for sale in Thorpe at Horse Stables. That'll be in February. You can view that also. So uh, that's what we have for you uh, folks this morning. Uh, I guess stay warm, enjoy the weekend, uh, and, uh, well, what are we going to do this weekend, Bob? The, uh, there's no football, so the, uh, maybe the referees are all in training camp. Ah, well, you never know. I mean, I think you'll come up with something to do, won't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, well, there's always, always something to do, but it's... <laughs> It's chilly. And, what are you uh, about? Whatever you do, stay warm. We'll talk to you on Monday next week. Sounds good, Bob. You and Scott enjoy the weekend. Thank you. Who we'll bet? We'll do her. That's Jerry over there at the Equity Stratford sale bar. In 2018, guess who had a record number of men and women lease new F-150s for $199 a month? I can say with a big smile on my face, we did. Our huge increase made us one of the top four dealerships in the Midwest for year-over-year leases. Yeah, everyone at Ford thought I was nuts. Can't blame them. We'd sold and leased so many F-150s that our new inventory had gotten really low. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. I'm Kina. This is it. Now, through February 2nd only, this will be the last time we will offer a $199 a month lease on new F-150s. 10% down, 36 months, 10,500 miles per year. Plus tax, title, and license. Just one night and a month. Even if you've driven a Chevy, GMC, Dodge, or another truck all your life, just sit in a new F-150, take it for a drive, and then honestly, tell me what you think. You'll always be treated with respect at Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Home of the lifetime warranty across from the new Fleet Farm, corner of I-94 and Highway 93. You know, it's never too early to start thinking about your crop inputs. Alliance Bank wants to help you plant the proverbial seed and be your financial partner. Alliance Bank has the flexibility and knowledge of agriculture to give your operation an advantage. And their crop input loan program has attractive rates and flexible repayment terms. Check out Alliance Bank online and learn more at alliancebank.us. And then talk to their experienced team of local ag lending professionals based in Osseo, Mondovi, Cochran, Bluff Siding, and Gilmanton. Alliance Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. And uh, we've got 13 below. What did you say? Somebody just showing off, sent you a picture? What their thermometer yeah, say? Yeah, sent me a picture. Sarah, I know over by Augusta. 
I don't know exactly where this was when she took it, but her dashboard thermometer says 20 below zero. All right, so Somewhere that's in the this area. Report. All right, let's take a look at the uh, rest of our grain, and we'll update. We've got a new school to add to our list quickly, but uh, quiet grain. March corn this morning up about a penny at 378. The oats up one at 292. Wheat up a fraction at 522. Soybeans unchanged 916 for March. Soybean meal down 40 cents a ton at 311.90. And uh, taking a look at country elevator prices on the DTN screen this morning. Golden Plump Arcadia corn is 343 at Baldwin and Elmwood 310 with the beans at 811. Durand, Mondovi, and Fall Creek all at 306 with the beans at 811 this morning. Osseo at 308 and 811. Out at Stevens Point, 324 on the corn, 803 on the beans. Elk Mound, 320 and 821. Sparta, 323 and 811. Over at Ellsworth, corn is down to 293 with the beans at 811. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville, 338. Stanley, 334. New Richmond, 330. Cheese prices unchanged yesterday. Barrels 116, blocks 137 and a half. Butter up a quarter at 222 and a quarter. January class three unchanged 1398. February down three at 1394. March down a dime at 1412. April down 14 at 1446. May down 13 at 1498. Schools one more time, Scott. Nielsville and Granton both are two hours late. Phillips is closed. And winter schools are closed today. And you know what they say, when they close in winter, it's cold out. Yeah, it is cold out. It's 13 below right now, so stay warm. It'll get about three above. But again, seriously, the next, oh, four, five, six days, it's going to be very, very cold in our area. Hey, don't forget, coming up here later on this morning with Alex... Chris Cruzy's going to be in the studio. You don't want to miss that. Nordson Extrusion Dyes Industries is looking to fill production positions at their Chippewa Falls location. They're an innovative company with a solid reputation for producing a world-class product. Here are just a few great things that some current employees have to say about their experience at Nordson. The people I work with are friendly and supportive. They really care about each other. I am paid well, and the benefits are exceptional. I like to work, so I enjoy having the opportunity to work overtime hours. If you're interested in starting an exciting new position, visit Nordson.com slash careers today and join their team of experts in the production of world-class dyes. Chippewa Valley Bean here in Menominee, Wisconsin, is looking for new kidney bean growers. They're offering an increased price for 2019, along with other great incentives for quality and production, as well as a freight support payment to help haul your crop. Contract with Chippewa Valley Bean and get the best pricing for your kidney beans. If you'd like to grow with a family-run operation, call Charles today at 715-664-8342. That's 715-664-8342. Or visit them at C. TVBean.com. Wax 104.1.